Hi, and welcome to Authentically ADHD with me, your host, Carmen. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm a teacher, a life coach, a late diagnosed ADHDer, and I created this podcast to help others improve their lives the way I have by learning about myself through my coaching program focus and learning about my unique brain and how it works and also by creating this space of community and connection. Are you ready for the episode? Let's get started. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of Authentically ADHD with me, your host, Carmen. And if it's your first time, welcome to the show. You are hopping on on a very special week because I said last week that I wasn't going to have an episode this week. But as we ADHDers do, I changed my mind. I changed my mind because I had a weekend. Actually, I had a whole week. It was a big, big, busy week and it was filled with lots of unexpected interruptions and things that made me need to use my cognitive flexibility. So that's what we're going to talk about today is what cognitive flexibility is, where it shows up in our lives, and how we can deal with it. So if you're ready, I am too. Let's get started. So what exactly do I mean when I say cognitive flexibility. It's a little bit of a meta concept. It's a little bit more of a system and a mental ability. So what it is, is the ability to adjust or change your plan or stop a plan and start a different plan or just literally switch tasks or switch from going being at work to going home. It also it has to do with the behavioral responses that come along with it. And then it also ha- it involves black and white thinking because when somebody is inflexible, that means they only think in one specific way. In cognitive flexibility, you're able to maintain multiple concepts simultaneously and kind of shift your your attention internally between them. And because we have um, a deficit as ADHDers in the regulation of those concepts and their internal attention between them, it's not so easy for us to do these things. And cognitive flexibility can show up in several different ways in your life. For example, it can show up when you're um, transitioning from uh, it's daytime to you need to do your like transition to night. Like it's going to be nighttime. You change into your pajamas, such and such and so on. And that is a cognitive flexible skill, the, the ability to switch tasks. But A different type of cognitive flexibility has to do with things not going as planned. So the small things that go wrong um, over the course of doing something. 
um, things that come up, for example, you know, if you're traveling to a wedding and you get to the hotel and you don't know where to park. And as an ADHD, our emotions go from zero to a thousand, what feels like a thousand so fast because we are panicking because we thought we had this figured out or what, what have you, and we don't, and we have to stop and we have to think of a different way. And this is sometimes where emotional explosions can happen. This is sometimes where, um, like us running late, this comes into play um, because of unforeseen things that come that may come up. Um, forgetting a certain thing at home that you needed while you're getting ready, so you couldn't do that one thing that you wanted to. I, I don't know with your hair. This didn't happen with me, um, but I'm just I'm just trying to give a few different examples. Also, the task switch of having a regular weekend at home to a wedding weekend, that's a cognitive flexibility skill in itself because you have to plan outside of your normal routine. And when ADHDers are inflexible, that is super hard. It's super hard for us to plan for. And do you ever wonder why you pack like seven outfits for one or two nights? It's because it's really hard for us to see into the future, to plan into the future. Um, this has to do with our prefrontal cortex and the lack of receptors and neurotransmitters that uh, connect the front of our brain to the back of our brain. The what we need to do to the how to do it and the steps in the sequence that we need to do them without interruptions or being able to handle the interruptions with grace, which sometimes we're not so great at. And I am raising my hand here. I am sometimes not so great with the mental um, cognitive flexibility at all. Are you with me? Because I, I know. So let's talk about some of the ways that this shows up in planning. Hey, ADHD, are you looking for some more support with your ADHD? Do you want to learn more in a community with someone educated leading you to learn more about your ADHD and how to cope with it? I have great news for you. I am running my very first small group coaching this summer. It is the ADHD bootcamp. Learn to manage your life with ADHD. It's nine weeks. You get access to workbooks, group coaching weekly, and I'm going to do an info session on April 3rd. You'll also get two one-on-one -on -one coaching calls with me to hone in on your goals for this program. I can't wait to see you in there. Make sure you go to the link in my show notes or visit authenticallyadhd.org to get more information and sign up for the info call. Can't wait to see you there. When cognitive flexibility shows up in planning, it's 
you making a very strict, very um, time-blocked and tight schedule and then getting mad or upset when something doesn't go as planned, something takes longer than it does, or you end up buffering or procrastinating instead of doing whatever it was on your schedule because you didn't put in schedule in any procrastination time. Yes, I said schedule in procrastination time because right here, my planners, my perfectionists, I need you to listen up. Lean in. Guess what? You have ADHD. Consistency is not a thing. We have to be persistent. That means we set a goal. We know that we are going to be inconsistent and we accept that about ourselves. But every time we fall back down, we get back up because we know that when we keep getting back up, we get closer and closer to the goal instead of just stopping when something goes wrong, which is what a lot of us do, right? I have been there before. So one of my first tips for helping you with your cognitive flexibility, if this happens for you when you're planning, is to plan in that buffer time. Double the time that you're putting down for your tasks. And also, um, maybe think about what is on your to-do list and on your schedule and if you even really want to be doing that or not. And then set up your environment to adhere to it. So maybe put up a sign or speak to the people you live with or work with that you um, would wish not to be spoken to in the hours of such and such and this and that um, because you cannot focus if you are interrupted. I know that if I'm in hyper-focus and somebody walks in and starts talking to me, I can get real agitated real fast. So maybe giving them that pre-warning and then maybe putting up like a cute little sign that says like, please do not disturb behind wherever you're working if that's possible or if something along those lines works. Those are the types of things for planners that I suggest. I also suggest that you give yourself grace. No matter what kind of cognitive flexibility you struggle with, and I struggle with all of it, the only kind of actually um, cognitive flexibility I don't struggle with is when things don't go according to plan in my preschool classroom. I'm not sure why. Maybe it's because it's my creative area. I'm able to take it in a different direction pretty quickly and get the kids re-engaged. Um, but when it's in my personal life or when it's making me late for something, when it's something I'm trying to be productive at or trying to get finished and I'm being interrupted, it definitely affects my, again, here is how, here is how our executive functions, they may develop separately, but they work together because I'm not sure if you saw in there, but emotional regulation is a big part of being flexible cognitively. Having cognitive flexibility really involves emotional regulation and impulse control. Being able to stop and think before you do, which is one of the hardest things for people with ADHD. Things just fly out of our mouths or we just do things like we just back up because we missed the window and we just backed right into a pole. No, I'm not talking from 
personal experience. No, I'm lying. I totally am. I've done that before. It, it gets us into trouble sometimes, and it makes our car look like we play bumper car with it sometimes, okay? Maybe for you it looks different, but <laughs> that's how it looks pretty much for me and for others that I've talked to, my clients and my fellow ADHDers. So cognitive flexibility is a big deal, and it involves also thinking about metacognition. So if you're thinking about something like in a big idea sense, uh, cognitive flexibility is involved in making the steps or goals that will get you to that end result. So just keep that in mind when you're thinking about cognitive flexibility, that it really exists along a continuum. It can be small, quote unquote, or big. Hi friend, could you do me a huge favor? If you're not already, could you scroll up to the top of your podcast app and click that follow button and possibly give me a rating and if you could, a review? It would mean so much to me and my goal to get as much information out to the people with ADHD as possible. I appreciate you so much for listening. Thank you and let's get back to the show. Another big part of cognitive flexibility that people often forget about is the social aspect, such as you are enjoying a quiet evening at home and somebody stops by unexpectedly or your significant other invites somebody over unexpectedly um, and you don't have a great reaction to it. These are all types of cognitive flexibility, and I'm sure there are several more examples because there are so many different ways in life that we have to be flexible and um, accommodating to the people around us in order to not come off as selfish and childlike. So one of the biggest things that I often tell my clients is to practice taking a deep breath and telling yourself it's okay life is not guaranteed to go the way that we think it's gonna go actually it's most likely not gonna go that way so if you start expecting things to go wrong then you'll start to inadvertently plan for and be able to solve those issues in advance some of, I mean, you can Google like ways to improve your cognitive flexibility, but I really believe that journaling about it and coming to terms with that you might get frustrated and that things might not come as easily to you when you are interrupted or when you have to be flexible and giving yourself grace and telling yourself that it is valid to feel the feelings that you're feeling because it's it's not easy for us to process these emotions. So I really hope that you enjoyed my bonus episode this week, that it wasn't going to come out, but I decided to release it. And as always, please share any insights. Please share it with a friend. Follow me 
um, connect with me on my socials. They're all in my show note links. And then keep in mind that I have a summer program coming up. And I can't wait to see if you're going to be a part of it. All right, friends. Until next time, stay authentic. Hi, friend. Do you struggle with ADHD? Are you looking for a fabulous community to join to learn more about your ADHD and give be given strategies, courses, and a coach? You should join Focused. Head to my show notes and click that link and we both get a credit to our account. You get money off, I get money off, and Lord knows ADHDers need to save money. So head to that link if you want to join today.